what Jesus said. He said a lot of things, beginning from chapter 5, and then he concluded, this is the greatest of all sermons. No one can preach better than this sermon here. This is the greatest, which we call, refer to as the Sermon on the Mount. You can't have any other sermon recorded, I mean, in its full length. And then this is how he concluded this great sermon that amazed the people. And they say he spoke as one that has authority, not as one of the scribes, you know, or the Pharisees and the scribes. This was so important. But this is the way he concluded. Uh, uh, Matthew 7 verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, notice, sayings of mine, when you hear these sayings, the things that he said to us, these sayings of mine, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now, the, word, the Bible that uh, we read said practice, and practice them. That was the translation, I don't know. What was that translation now? I'm really informal tonight. Huh? And every yes, he says practice. So the problem is, it's not with the word; it's practice. These sayings of mine, we hear the sayings and we say this is okay, and we do nothing about it. We hear the message about the uh, anointing oil. What is your attitude towards it? You see, in Africa, the people hear about the anointing oil, guess what they do? And then we keep hearing that God is doing a lot of miracles over there. They buy their own oil and bring to the altar for prayer. So they can take back to their family. You see the, the difference in attitude? We hear the word. We are so sophisticated. You know, and in, in over there they, they pour the oil on the individual. And it runs all over them. Well, we're too sophisticated for that. You put a little one, they immediately will clean it off. When I get you know. <laughs> but if you knew for sure that that was Jesus on, your, on you, you won't do that. See, see, you understand what I'm, where I'm going? The attitude, attitude matters towards God, the way we approach Him. See, so very important. And we do that because we don't have understanding. You understand what I'm saying? We don't really see fully. If we do, our attitude will be very different. It's like saying when we give our offering, if you could see Jesus standing by the offering basket, some of us would go back and change the amount in the check that we've written, right? You change it. If you know that he's, he, he reaches out and picks out your check in the look and puts it right back. You're going to change whatever, you know. But he's there. We just don't see him. And I'm, I'm, please, get me, I'm not rebuking you. I'm talking to myself as well. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm reminding myself. I try to remind myself these things all the time. So that I don't lose focus of what I'm doing. Because everything is naked and open before the God that we have to deal with. Everything is naked. Your thoughts, everything is naked. Everything is open to him. So he weighs what's going on. You remember, mene, mene, you know, remember that what I'm talking about, Daniel? Everything is weighed. And you could be found wanting. 
These things are very important. Everyone who hears these sayings of mine, if it means much to you and you do them, Jesus said, I will liken you to a wise person. You're wise if you do them. So we have a lot of foolish Christians, excuse me, who do nothing with what they hear. They keep jumping from one place to the other looking for some wise saying that they're, willing, they're not willing to do anything about. How are you going to have a solid foundation if you're not going to do what you hear? The word should change the way you behave. When you hear the word, and that's a man who trembles before the word. And if he doesn't touch you, then, I mean, uh, dead people don't respond very well. But if you are alive, the word should touch you and change the way you think. You change the way you used to do things. I have changed the way I approach communion. Because of the revelation God has given. My family has changed. And has it been a long time? No, it's just last week maybe. But I found something that I didn't know this. And I asked God for mercy. Please forgive me. I was so ignorant. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what I want to share on Sunday. Hopefully God will incline your heart to... To, to listen to him and not harden your heart. So it's, it's based on your future, here and hereafter. When I know that men have received the same revelation, I wonder where have I been? I've been a Christian for 33 years and I'm just beginning to understand. You understand what I'm saying? It's a little frightening. It's a little frightening. And all is based on traditions of men. What people say, you just accept without really looking deep. And we read the same scriptures. We don't, we don't really read very well. We read and just go by because we know those scriptures. I can quote them to you. But everyone that hears these sayings of mine and practices them, I will liken to a wise person. How wise have you been in your relationship with the Lord based on the things you have heard? What we need to do is just practice what he said, right? He has the responsibility of making it happen. But when you practice the word, what Jesus says you're doing is you are laying a solid foundation for your future. If you're going to build a skyscraper, you can only go as high as your foundation. The strength of your your foundation. And Jesus said, if you do what I say, you are like a man who built his house, uh, who founded his house on a rock. Now he says, let me read there. Verse 24, therefore whoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I liken him, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came. And the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. 
So what that's saying to us, we shall know you know, we just going to be rain on your life, whether you like it or not. It's not if, it's when. There's going to be rain. It's coming. It's coming to you. It's coming to me. The only way you stand will be by doing what Jesus said. And this rain is coming on believers and unbelievers alike. Everyone is going to have some rain come. Everyone is going to have some cloud come over your life. There's going to be some wind blowing. Not for you, against you. To destroy you. And the only way you can stand, and the only way your property, everything around you can stand, the wind, is whether or not you listened and practiced what Jesus called his sayings. Those sayings are so important. And I wonder, we need to make a commitment possibly tonight. And you are, you that I see here tonight, you are the foundation for church. Probably the Ark Fellowship. Right? And if you are not doing your part, this thing is not going to go very far. (laughs) I'm depending on you, and the Lord is depending on you more than I am depending on you. We need to practice the things that we are hearing here and then see what God does for us. But look at the converse of that. But anyone, the word is anyone, no matter who, no matter how long you have been saved, anyone who hears these things of mine, and does not do them or does not practice them. He said, I will, li- I will liken that person to a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And then the same things that came on the wise man coming on the foolish man who's only built his house on the sand. Now your house is your life, your family, right? Your children. Your property, your life, everything. You know, Satan, Satan is really a thief. He has no love at all. He only has one thing that is operating in him. Hate. He hates mankind always been that way more so because you are made in his image and you look like his son when you're born again he doesn't see you he sees his son God's son he couldn't get Jesus you it he come after you and he's serious about his business. There is no laughing around. There is no joking around with Satan. That's not to say we should be afraid of him. But if we are doing what the master says, we have no reason to be afraid. We have no reason to be afraid of the wind. 
We have no, we have no reason to, have, to be afraid of the rain or the storm because we have been planted. We're solid in the foundation in Christ. Whose responsibility is this? Your responsibility. You determine how far you want to go with God. You determine how close you want to get to God. Many people blame the devil for a lot of things. Well, the devil, Jesus didn't say the devil would come in the wind. We didn't read any devil here, right? It's just the normal wind (laughs) that comes to life. Because we are in the world. Job tells us a man who is born of a woman has but few days full of trouble that's just the way it is if you are born of if you are born into this world you're going to have trouble that's what Jesus was referring to here the wind the rain the storm beating on your house with only one intent to knock you down and you being a wise builder amen you are practicing to be sure that your house is founded on the rock. You, you know what that says? If you are not practicing, you are not fully engrafted into the vine in the right way. Because He is the rock. Jesus is the rock. It's not the house that's going to keep itself from falling is the foundation. Is the rock that keeps you from falling. And that rock, that foundation has to be Christ. And how you build determines what's going to happen to your future. Let's stop blaming the devil. He's already been here. He was here when Jesus came and Jesus is gone. He didn't have anything. He couldn't do a thing with him. And we are like him in the world. The Bible says as he is. So are we in this present world. And the scriptures cannot be broken. God cannot lie. As Jesus was on the earth. As he is today. So are we in this present age. Whether you fall or stand depends on how you engraft yourself into Him so that you can receive the sap coming from the vine. That sap will destroy every disease. Amen. If we are fully planted in Him. Paul said, let everyone be careful how he builds. There is building of your own house, then there is the building of God's church as well. And every one of us make up a block to help build this this house for God. The apostles are no longer here. God is looking to you. I wish you would take that responsibility onto yourself. They did. They were just human, just like you are. But they took that responsibility. 
on. And our church needs to. I firmly believe that God is laying a foundation for a serious growth in the future for our church. And I do praise, you know, that every one of us, every one of you, that God will truly establish every one of us strongly in Him for the great future that we have in Him. Yes, we do have it. We do have this great future in God. He's looking to us. Let's practice the word. Let's do the word. I like what Paul said. I planted. (laughs) Apollos watered. God gives the increase. My job is to practice the word. Do what God told me to do. I leave the results with him. Don't have to stress about the result. I just sow the seed and plant. He will give the increase. We just need to do what we are called to do. But listening to the word and doing it is so important. I have found God to be so faithful. If you understand the word and you act on it. I don't ever like to understand something in the scripture and just stay there. I I want to change whatever I was doing and move forward. And God has always confirmed it. He's never failed every time I've done that. Especially when I'm doing it newly. Because I have no, I have nothing to fall back. God did it before. And I'm just stepping out based solely on his word. He's always confirmed it. When I understand it, I want to act on it. I don't care what I've heard in the past. This is new for me. I have to act on it. Because God has opened my eyes. I pray that that will be our lot in Jesus' name. That's exactly what we will do. Everything that God shows to you from this very day, you will not rest until you practice it. In Jesus' name. You will not rest until you act on it. In Jesus' name. This is not a religious thing for us. We have to be real with our God. Because He's real with us. We're not looking for somebody to pat us on the back. That's too old for these days. We don't need that now. We need to be open and sincere. Deal with God from a true heart. Let Him give the result. I'm happy with whatever he gives. It may start small, but it becomes a great thing. It's just a mustard seed, right? But it becomes a great tree. And the birds come in later. So you can start somewhere today. I've been very burdened with that lately because I figured that, you know, by the grace of God, I preach to you as well as I'm preaching to myself. And uh, I felt this uh, Monday that we really need to practice more. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a joy for me when I come in here in the morning and I see Michael. Michael is gone. He takes uh, some of the anointing oil and he rubs himself up, you know. Uh, the ways of God are so high compared to our own ways. 
God uses the foolish things, what people call fool, foolish. What is he doing? That's dumb. What, is he, what does he think he's going to accomplish with that? But in the mind of God, something supernatural is taking place. They won't see it sometimes until it's too late for them. He takes those foolish things, things that don't make sense. Paul called it the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel. It's foolishness to those that perish. But it's great wisdom for those that are saved. Those foolish things that don't make sense. We need to do them. Even, even if it doesn't make sense. We act on them. And we do it even in the presence of unbelievers. Let them see you do, acting the fool, so to speak. But after they see God doing things in your life, after they notice that you are hardly ever sick, you don't, don't always take sick time off, and your boss is saying, everybody's taking the sick time off work. When are you going to have your sick time? You can stay home, just claim you're sick, because you're always here. Amen. And then they begin to ask questions. What is it? Is, does it have to do with this stuff that you're doing? Say, yes. Uh, give me the whole bottle then. <laughs> I want to take it home. Amen. I'm believing God to stay healthy. Yes. And you stay healthy. We don't look at the things we see. We act based on God's word. I look to him, no fear, just to God and God alone. I leave the results with him. There's only one person that you have to answer to, him. That's all you need, just him. Answer to him. Make sure I work very hard by the grace of God. My conscience and my actions, not malicious, no bitterness. I want to be right before him humble before him not false humility which I really hate uh, I don't have to act humble to you I like him to see what is there that's all I'm concerned about but he confirms his word and that's what is important please let's come to our service on Sunday with a lot of faith because God is going to be doing a, a great walk among us and uh, let's pray for uh, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him invite people that you know even if they have been sick for a long time this may be the only hope I don't know but just come bring yourself but also invite somebody I'm not trying to gather people so we can say we have a great service uh, that's not my concern if he stays with you for life and the world keeps you healthy, I've done my job. Even if it's one person, I'm happy. But we don't want to stay with just a few. We want to spread it. We want to spread the good news. So invite people and bring yourself. Come praying, believing God for your own healing. And I'm not just talking about healing, in uh, physical healing. This is healing in every area of life. He gave us everything that pertained to life and godliness. Life and godliness. Say to my people, God says in Isaiah, it shall be well with you. 
It shall be well with you. It shall be. Amen. In Jesus' name. Would you stand up with me tonight? Thank you, Linda. One thing we have to do is thank God first. When we are thankful to God, especially when we are thanking Him for what He has shown us, that thing becomes ours. Amen? Because you are saying and affirming before God that you already got it. Even though you don't see it in the natural, that's what you have. So I want us to thank God today for what you have already received from Him and what God is going to be showing us on Sunday. Amen? And what God is going to be doing for us on Sunday. He will be doing things for us. Uh, He will be. Uh, When I speak the message, I believe, when I share my heart, you will understand where I'm going. You may not see anything. I pray we'll see. And I believe we will. But uh, from this day, we will be healthy at the Ark Fellowship. Amen? We will be healthy in every area. Not just physical, financially, in our relationships, our children. He came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. We just have to believe. All things are possible if we can only believe. That's what Jesus said. Can you raise your hands up tonight before the Lord? And we thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Father, we thank You. We love You, Jesus. We thank You for the things that You've made available to us. Thank You that those things that were hidden now have been revealed. According to the words of Paul, Your servant. The mystery of the kingdom of God in the last days being revealed to Your children so that we can live. According to your word, I came that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Lord, free everyone tonight from any and every bondage in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Free us tonight from every fear, every discouragement every element of shame upon our lives we come against those things in the name of Jesus we declare that our God is and he is alive forevermore he is the same yesterday today and forever God you dwell in us and greater is he that is in us than he, he that is in the world we thank you because we are more than conquerors in Christ thank you father we stand tall because we have been planted on the rock, the rock of ages. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. God bless you.